You've now locked into Living Blessed, the podcast, where we're talking the highs, the lows, the darkest moments that we've all hidden from the world, and everything in between. This is the moment of truth. This is why we're living blessed. And now, your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Living Blessed, the podcast. I'm your host, Jovan J. Palmer. As always, we got special people on the podcast sharing transparent and vulnerable moments. I got no other than my MMU family, Aaron and Pedestra on. What's going on? How y'all feeling? Good. Feeling good. Feeling good, good. good. I'm glad to have y'all on here, man, to have some mental health talk. Yes. Some mental health talk. It's very important that we have these conversations, especially in our community. And I'm thankful that y'all are here today to actually share, you know, you all's journey into mental health. And we want to get, get more into why you all chose to get into mental health and, you know, what's the reason behind it, what's the push. But first, let's um, first introduce yourself, tell the people who you are, where you are from, whatever you, if you feel comfortable telling, we'll go get into it. Uh, my name is Aaron. Uh, originally, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I moved to Virginia after I graduated. Um, I went to the Navy. That's where I met my wife in Virginia, not in the Navy, but in Virginia. And um, yeah, I'm a husband, father, entrepreneur, herbalist. Uh, that's me. And my name is Pedestra. I'm from Virginia, um, a small town in Virginia called Gloucester. Uh, I am a wife, a mother, and I am a holistic nutritionist. And I help people who suffer from anxiety, depression, and other mental illnesses. And uh, with mindset and nutrition also. Or I love it. Let's talk mental health. Let's do it. So you said you're an herbalist mm -hmm. and you are, I didn't catch it. A nutritionist. A nutritionist. So were you always an herbalist and were you always a nutritionist? No. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how you got into it. Um, it goes way back. It goes back to when we were like. Bring your mic a little close to you. It goes back to when we were about 20 years old, mm -hmm. 21. Um, it started with her health condition with anxiety. Okay. Um, as far as I remember the story, I was at work and she called me or tried to get a hold of me or something. She was having a panic attack. Um, and I'm not sure exactly how it went. So, yeah, I just was sitting in the house alone and we had just like moved out. You know, we were real young. We got married really young. So we just moved out and he got out of the Navy and we tried to figure out what was next for us. So we moved into my sister's dad apartment, which he was like the maintenance man. So he allowed us to stay there, all of us. And he was on our backs about, you know, what we was going to do next. And so I just was sitting there and my heart just started racing out of nowhere. And I just was panicking and I called him. He didn't answer. Um, when he got there, I basically was saying I'm going to the hospital. And from there on, I had the constant you know, anxiety symptoms and going to the hospital every day, basically daily. And they're telling me nothing's wrong with you. Uh, heart, you know, just doing all the different things they, they do, like brain scans and everything. And they told me that I was completely healthy and I diagnosed myself. I Googled it and I figured out it was anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I went to the doctor and that's what they said. So how are you feeling with these doctors telling you that there's nothing wrong with you? But you know something's going on because, of course, we know our bodies yeah. and we know it's not responding in the way that we want it to respond. So how are you feeling? One, <clears throat> as an individual, as a woman, these guys are telling you 
there's nothing wrong with you. And then two, Aaron, for you is more so what's going through your mind knowing that, you know, your wife or was your girlfriend at the time? We were married. We were married. married at the time. So your wife at the time. What's going through your mind as well when she's going through these these moments, these episodes of anxiety and doctors saying, yo, there's nothing wrong with her. What are you thinking as well? For me, it was hard to, to watch because, um, like, I went to every every I took her to the, every ER, you know, late nights, middle of the, middle of the night, uh, multiple times. And I'm sitting there watching them run all these tests and all the tests come back normal. They keep on saying oh, you're good. You know, you have a, your heart's fine. Your brain's good. And clearly it's not, you know, that's not what, what we're seeing here. And, yeah. and, I, and I also went to the doctor that diagnosed her or that officially diagnosed her. Like she, like she said, she diagnosed herself and she was like, uh, I Googled it and it said, it basically sounds like I'm having anxiety. And he was like, yep, that's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. you know, and then wrote the prescription. I'm going to try you on this me uh, medicine, this medicine, try it out, come back. Let me know what you think. For me, at the, in the beginning, before I started to do my studies, I was just, I felt helpless. Mm. You know, it's like, I'm just watching her suffer. They're saying she's fine. Clearly she's not. So their parameter on what's fine, what's healthy is off, you know? So that's how I felt. What about you, pedestrian? I mean, I felt like I was going crazy. Um, back then, I was really young. So a lot of people were talking about anxiety back then. And right. like nobody in my family really knew what was going on with me so i was like i was like in a dark place mm -hmm. like i really didn't know what to do yeah so speak to um speak to that dark place that you were in um i just felt alone i guess okay. because i didn't feel like i really didn't feel like he understood what i was going through um he tried to help as much as he could but if you're not in the situation you don't know how to help someone right that is true um a lot of people like i said now people are coming with anxiety in my family but then nobody had the experience i had so no one could help me so i was just basically living in those symptoms like doing nothing bedridden really mm. yeah because anxiety is like you can't see nothing's wrong right right so they're saying that all these symptoms that they're having but you see the same person that you saw before, you know, the day, the day she called me, she looked the same the day before. So it's like, it's a, something that you can't see. So like they can explain it as much as they want, but it's hard mm -hmm. to, even now, you know, I've never experienced those symptoms. So I don't know exactly what she's going through, but I saw it. So I know how hard it is and how much, like it's really debilitating. Yeah. You know, so yeah. And the symptoms that comes with anxiety, you can't really explain it. It's like really scary things that you go through. How severe is your anxiety? My anxiety was, was. really severe. Was. Yeah. Okay. It was very oh. severe. Yeah. Was. Yeah, it was. So it was very severe then. Was very severe. Yeah. So why was? A lot of people feel like, you know, once you have a mental illness, that's it. It's the end all be all. You're stuck with that for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. It's passed on to genetics, your kids and stuff like that. So right. Aaron, you said was. Yeah. And you said it very confidently. Yeah, those are lies. Those are lies. Those are, those are, those might be other people's truths to them. Mm hmm. But what you believe, you know, if you believe that, mm hmm. All power to you, but that's not the truth, you know? Okay. This is living proof right here. We deal with people every day that don't. Our, our motto isn't like the mainstream, hey, this is how you cope with anxiety. Why do you want to cope with anxiety? 
Hmm. I never why, thought about that. Why mm-hmm. would you like to cope? So you want it to anxiety be with you forever? You just coping with it? No. Yeah, yeah. You kicking it with me. You part of my life now. Like, right. How do I? How do I become a, a, a better friend with anxiety? No. Like anxiety is a normal anxiety. They, they like to mix up anxiety, and anxiety disorder. Mm. No one ever is talking about anxiety. Like the anxiety of maybe me coming here is my first podcast. Anxiety of maybe she's going to a, a um, amusement park. She don't like roller coasters. She might feel anxiety, anxiousness. Anxiety disorder is what she went through. I watched it. There's no difference. There, there's not no similarity to anxiety, anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorder, you're suffering. You know, you can't so do nothing. Those symptoms that she was going through, they're gone. They're not coming back. So what do you are we going to still say that she's coping with anxiety? No, it's gone. Now, she still has a normal human anxiety. You know, this is her first podcast. I'm sure she's nervous to be here. You know? <laughs> nervous? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she had her first flight um, last year? Last year. Okay. Where'd, where'd yeah. you go? We went to Florida. All right. Okay. In, in Key West and Paracel and all that. I was scared, but I did it. Yeah. So what pushes the... The fear, because typically anxiety will, will paralyze you yeah. to not want to do anything. Yeah. So, one, catching your first flight, being in your first podcast, hair selling for, for sure, uh, yeah. over a body of water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was Anxiety would say, no, don't do it. But what's the push that says, do it? Not having a disorder. Yeah. Mm. It's okay. It's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be scared. So, And like uh, we were talking about yesterday, the flex is being able to be nervous. You're supposed to be able to be nervous and not be like, (laughs) yeah, you got to control it. That's that's a disorder when it's happening like that. It's you're supposed it's okay to be nervous and okay like that. But when when it's coming to the point where it's affecting you physically Mm -hmm. and you're having panic attacks or heart palpitations or like, you know, all these things. And then it it develops into a real anxiety disorder, which like she had, which is just like. A, a myriad of sim- ma- mad symptoms, just probably 20 symptoms yeah. she was dealing with that I saw. All at once? All at once. Not all of them. Not all at, like, daily. What were some of the symptoms that you dealt with on a regular basis? Panic attacks, chest tightening, tension headaches, constant tension headaches, like, to the Every point day. where it would not relieve, like, I couldn't get no relief from it. Um, wow. Just fear of leaving the house, being alone. Chest loss tightening. of appetite, yeah, chest tightening, loss of appetite, uh, ringing in the ear, ear feeling full. I mean, it was all kinds of symptoms. And you don't, when you're going through it, you're like, what is this? Like, because a doctor, if you go in there, they're going to be like, uh, they're, they're not going to be able to explain to you what's going on. Hmm. So. Anxiety <laughs> brings the most symptoms that I've seen in anything. It's, it's like anxiety is the, the illness that has the biggest onset of different weird symptoms yeah so i had to watch her go through so many different things and then when you start trying medicine um a lot more side effects will come and you kind of yeah. cloud it is this a is this a symptom from anxiety or is this a side effect from the medicine right you, how will you be able to differentiate between the two we you really can't until you know, i mean i don't know because I, I don't know what what she was going through that was what were you prescribed ativan and it was a low dose of Ativan, which I didn't take very long. And then it was, uh, what was the other one? Lexapro. Start? Lexapro. I took that for like one day. I heard Lexapro, yep. I took that for one day and um, I stopped. That, that was, it, Lexapro it did, had some serious uh, side effects. Yeah, it did something to me and I was like, that was it. I knew then that I had to go find a different way. Mm-hmm. So that was the end of medicine. I haven't taken medicine in six years. 
Really? No medicine. None. I'm looking at Ativan right now. I never heard of that one. That's that's worse than Lexapro. That's a benzo that has more side effects than Lexapro. Godly. They say benzos are dangerous because it's hard to get off them. If you get off and if you're on them, it's mm-hmm. really, it takes a while to get off. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 side effects in one pill. Wow. Yeah, and that's just what they're telling you. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was hard for you to really tell if it was a medicine causing deeper anxiety or if it's just your general anxiety just kind of just taking course. Yeah, because in the beginning, I felt like it was helping. But that was very short. So I got off of that quick. Wow. So what was the turning point where you said, you know what, as a nutritionist and herbalist, what do you guys, what's the strategy that you came up with to say, okay, we're going to wean you off these medications, flush this stuff out of your system, and we're going to find a holistic approach to this. How was that a process of doing that? Well, it was two parts. Yeah, I, I had it. It came twice. Mm. So I focused on basically mindset in the beginning. Okay. And then I thought I was like, I, I figured it out. And it came back when a family member passed away from cancer. So that made my anxiety come back because mine was more so a health anxiety. I always thought I was going to die like really? every day, daily thinking you're going to die because you're having the heart palpitations all day long. Got you. That so makes sense. the second time around, it came around. We started getting into the herbs and stuff. And we knew it was like, it was mind and body. It wasn't just one thing. So, you, what kind of herbs are you getting into? Uh, we we went through a lot of testing, different things because mm-hmm. when people say that they're coping with anxiety, um, and they have this idea that they have to cope with anxiety for the rest of their life, they're mostly following the mainstream. The mainstream isn't going to tell you like if you type in. If you go look up how to treat anxiety on WebMD or something like that, mm. they're not going to tell you, you know, the herbs that you really need to look into. Right. You know, they're going to they're not even going to mention herbs. Probably they're going to mention me- uh, medicine, of course, and things like meditation and uh, yoga. Those are mainstream things. And we don't we don't talk about the meditation. Right. And yoga is cool, but we don't really talk about it. You know, and we have a course that we that we give everyone that gets our tea. Okay. We have a course that we give get our fourteen day tea, twenty something dollars. You get a free ninety minute course. We sat down. We have an entire course that we talked about exactly everything she did back then, mm-hmm. mind and body, to um to really take care of anxiety. That's that's dope. Because it gets deep. It gets real deep. <laughs> okay, so can we get a little bit of it on the podcast today of yeah. how deep y'all go with the individual? So, for, say for instance, I come to you all. I say, you know, I got generalized anxiety. And because I actually, I don't want to say I do, but I, like I said, I have moments where if I'm nervous about something or if I get overwhelmed, my heart starts beating a little fast. I can't think straight. I got to lay down, take a rest, nap real quick and just relax. So mm-hmm. what are some things that you all would prescribe to me to kind of help deal with those issues? Um. Well, we have an entire mind and body approach. Okay. That's what we believe. That's why we give our course away for free. Nobody's going to do that in the industry. We, I don't see nobody giving a course away for free if they purchase our tea. If, if they're a tea company and they sell herbs, they sell herbs. And then they might teach on their, their uh, socials and stuff like that. But in the course, we talk about 
different mindset techniques that she tried that we you know tried and tested some didn't work and then we found the ones that really work like i said when we talk about our course people are like i'm not gonna check out the course i already heard about meditation and the yoga positive thinking i'm not you know i know about all that stuff never once do we even say positive thinking we might say it but mm -hmm. we don't talk about positive thinking yoga meditation we talk about self-talk we talk about learning really learning self-talk learning how to change your self-talk because self-talk is is the key to changing who you are if you want to become somebody else self-talk is the fastest way to get you there mm -hmm. so if she wanted to become anxiety free and she wanted to become a person that didn't suffer from anxiety anymore self-talk was one of the mental things that we teach that she did and she went hard with it people might look at it and be like this is weird like i don't this, yeah, does, this yeah. feels uncomfortable and they might shy away from it those are the people that's going to you know unfortunately they're going to cope for the rest of their life because you got to get outside your comfort zone you know to to really make the change and impact in your mm -hmm. life because you have to change your lifestyle it's not just about the herbs yeah it's about the beliefs got you mm -hmm. so you first attack the mind or do you they take the tea first and then you attack the mind and then you attack the body and then the spirit or how do you what's the process from start to finish in a sense well they get the course instantly so it's going to be in their email we want we we'd rather them start the course while they're waiting for the, the so as soon as we go online i click buy the tea whichever tea i feel works best for me and then boom course is in there i need to start taking the course taking action with the course and then yeah. while waiting on tea because you guys is it like a specialty blend or yeah, we, yeah. Our, our, okay. our main blend is the anxiety free tea that's what we started with one one blend okay. seven herbs that's the it was based on what she took mm -hmm. um so we have that and then we want you guys to jump into the course while you're waiting for the tea because while you're, you know, the stuff that you learn in the course is going to help you once you get the tea. So we want you to do it simultaneously. Mm -hmm. You know, go through the course before you get it and then get the tea and then like go through the course while you're drinking the tea because knowing, knowing what's happening inside your body, why the herbs are working, why the, the techniques that we teach works mm -hmm. is just as important as like actually doing it. Right. You have to know what's happening inside your body and we teach that inside the course. So with you being a nutritionist, because some people can say that with herbs, you have to make sure that your diet, you have a proper diet as well. Because a lot of foods that we consume are triggering to anxiety and depression and stuff like that. Yeah. And especially in our community, we just don't know that thing. Like, you know, eating like hot chips and pork and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, what are some things that you can tell an individual who's having, who has a poor diet? And they're trying to overcome these things. But I think the poor diet and the herbs are just kind of clashing what's the conversation like then that's a hard conversation to have some people. yeah because yeah. people love their food mm -hmm. so we mainly tell people to try to do alkaline diet um okay. which is very hard for them to do super hard so sometimes we'll just not sometimes but we'll say to do 80 percent. okay not because 100 percent is hard we don't even do 100 percent alkaline anymore that's what i did when i uh healed myself i went uh, completely alkaline a very strict diet and i did the mindset so i would say um, you know, try to do more alkaline foods. Explain alkaline. Some people may not know what alkaline diet is. Alkaline is, you, you go ahead and tell them. Alkaline, you have two sides of nature, acidic, alkaline, you have acidic foods, acidic herbs, you have alkaline foods, mm -hmm. alkaline herbs. Mainstream is on the acidic side. You type in anxiety herbs, 
gonna get a list of mostly acidic herbs. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I rarely see a knock-on herb mentioned on the mainstream of how do I naturally take care of anxiety. So, um, yeah, but that's what we we subscribe to the alkaline side of healing. We subscribe to the alkaline side of healing because that's what we saw that worked with mm-hmm. her. We were trying everything as far as like when we switched into all right, we're gonna we're gonna stop medication. We're gonna do it all natural. And we tried a lot, all of those acidic herbs, all those supplements that people take. Like I'm taking my vitamins. I'm taking my keep calm. All those different things. There's a Don't whole work. bunch of stuff that we tried. Ashwagandha. We tried a lot of different things that was not alkaline that didn't help at all. But ashwagandha is like one of the most popular uh, herbs out there. What's popularity mean? I know. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, everyone rants and raves about taking ashwagandha first thing in the morning. You know, you just get your body going, all types of stuff. But you all are saying that ashwagandha isn't... I've, ashwagandha is one of the most I've, I've seen so many people report side effects of ashwagandha why so many people kava kava is another one that is very Who? kava kava i haven't heard that one that's very popular for anxiety too those two i see recommended all the time but with the people i deal with like people when they find us like they've basically tried everything mm-hmm. that's why it's kind of hard for us and we really have to do a lot of convincing and thankfully our reviews do most of that convincing because people tried and they tried everything so when they when they see like oh another herbal thing it's like okay i've tried all this stuff so when you start getting away from those acidic herbs that's when you start to because we are already living in an acidic world mm-hmm. toxic very everywhere you turn so to add more acid inside your body when you already are like getting bombarded with these toxins every day, it's not good because they, so there's people that will say that ashwagandha has helped them. That if you do your research, there's there's a lot of connections to ashwagandha causing depression as a side effect. So how do you go from trying to help your anxiety and now you're dealing with depression? Mm-hmm. Kava kava is another one that causes all types of side effects and it's supposed to be a natural herb. That's why the word natural is played mean, out. Yeah, it's yeah, played yeah. Out. It's not natural, it's not natural. So what's the word people need to look for? They don't they use look- it. We try to use it sometimes. Wild is really what you're looking for. Using wild, native, that's what you're looking for. Native to earth, not, not something that was created, you know, like. That makes sense. Whatever is name, like blue vervain is one of our favorites for, for blue vervain. What's that? Exactly. You ain't, you ain't seen it listed in none of the things, did you? Blue vervain? Blue vervain. Vervain. That's one of our main main herbs that we use in, in uh, both our um, anxiety blends. Uh-huh. It grows wild here in the United States. Now, anything that grows in the United States, I'm a little skeptical of. Nah. You can be skeptical, but yeah, blue vervain. Look at the <laughs> Look at the results. That's all you got to see. It's American Vervain, Blue Vervain, or Swamp Vervaina. Growing wild, you know, wildcrafted herbs, they're growing in undisturbed land. Mm, okay. You know, so it's not like uh, the soil's really all messed up like that. Yeah, a lot of our uh, herbs you can go find in, like, in your backyard. Really? really? Yeah. We've done it last summer. Well, so what's some things that I can find in my backyard that I can take? Because 
If you tell any other person on the street, though, in your backyard, there's a wild leaf that you can go take that help deal with your anxiety. They can look at you crazy. Everybody got dandelion in the yard. I, I knew it. You know that. That's yeah, the easiest yeah, yeah. one. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's the one that they target the most, you know, trying to get rid of it, calling it a weed. <laughs> You're right. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, tar- it's a targeted. And you know who targets it? I don't want to get too deep into it. Right. I don't want to get too <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> I don't want to get too <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, good. This is good. Too, For sure. Uh, I got you. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the pharmaceutical company, Bayer, owns. They own. Uh, what's that, that that spray? Roundup. Yes. They own Roundup. They're under a big loss right now. Yeah. They, well, they, they took it from Monsanto. Monsanto was on. They, they're the creators of, of mm-hmm. Roundup. So they, they were handling lawsuits or whatever. Huge lawsuit, too. A lot of people got. Lymphoma cancer yeah. from spraying yep. the dandelion. They're trying to get rid of this dandelion, so they're spraying it. Spray is coming back, and they're breathing it in. Their body is breaking down. They they develop lymphoma cancer. Now, dandelion has a lot of good properties for the lymph- lymphatic system, so they're getting rid of something that can help their lymphatic system stay clean, which keeps you from being sick, and then they're catching lymphoma I cancer. I don't think I've seen many dandelions lately. Really? I see them all the time. They're all everywhere. In my backyard. It's hard to get rid of dandelion. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're 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 everywhere still. But they, they definitely know the benefits of dandelion. Because mm-hmm. why would a why would a pharmaceutical company buy, take on so much? Like, oh, y'all got all these lawsuits? Okay, I'll I'll buy the company. I'll take I'll finish the lawsuits off and we're gonna do whatever we do to round up, you know. Dandelion also is really good for heart, heart uh, complications, and they have Bayer has heart medicines that they are trying. So it's kind of like a, a kill the competition uh-huh. yeah. type of. So, I walk outside right now. I see a dandelion. Mm-hmm. Do I just take and just eat it, or do I need to take it and it's a process I need to go through? Well, dandelion leaf and dandelion root, root right? Those are the the type of the the cut of the herbs. Uh huh. People eat dandelions all the time. I've seen people I, like I saw, the green I saw fried seed. dandelions, yeah. like fried dandelion nuggets. I just saw it the other day. Oh, that looked weird. I don't know about that. <laughs> it was black. I mean, black boot fry everything. I uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> fried everything. Fried dandelions. Yeah. So they took the heads of the dandelion, uh-huh. coated it with flour or whatever. They fried the dandelions like that. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna show. So Instagram. I yeah, think I, I saw that. So, yeah, I think I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all got a lot of yellow dot growing out in this field right across from. Who? When you pull in, it's called yellow, yellow. What? Yellow dock. What's that? It's a herb. It's a plant. It's good very for high iron. in iron. Yeah. Very, mm-hmm. very high in iron. So I'm gonna go over there and steal it because they let it grow too. It's out. It's out. Yeah, it's out there. So that's root. You use yellow dock root for your iron, your blood, cleaning blood. And this, I got elderberry. What's the website? I love it. Yeah, you can find. We found that last summer. Elderberry, big elderberry. Yeah, yeah like the park. Really? Yeah. And we took it and dried it and what's your all's website? Cerebraltease.com. Fucking spell. You got it? Yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Tease. Yeah, but like so many herbs grow. I, I just saw the yellow dot growing out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we harvested that uh last summer and just pull it up. The root grows deep. And you just uh, clean it, dry the root. 
So what's you all's recommendation when taking you all's tea? Because I see the anxiety-free tea right here. And if I take it, is it something I should take it first thing in the morning, evenings, or just whenever? We recommend um, twice a day, morning and night. Okay. Uh, we recommend just giving it time, really. You okay. know, everyone is different. Um, everyone's diet is different. Everyone's mindset is different. So some people can say they can uh, experience symptoms or re like getting relief within like their first sip. Mm -hmm. So when we heard that, it was like, really? Right. <laughs> she, she, she took three, about three weeks. Yeah. She was on it. She was drinking it every day, twice a day. She was doing everything that was teaching the course. Nothing was happening, you know, but we knew we were on the right path. So that's one thing that some, like a lot of people come to us and they don't know that they're on the right path. So they're like, hmm. They'll try. We have a 14 day supply and they'll get 14 days. Like, I didn't feel right, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't feel nothing yet. So this don't work. But that's not how it that's takes natural. time, especially yeah. a natural, like, because natural products take time because one, they got to get to the body. Two, they have to fight everything else that you're putting into your mm -hmm. body. So it's like people don't realize that with a natural product, I take, that's all I take a natural product Too Faced, deodorant, yeah, face same. wash. I don't do anything. Like, it's just because I just, I just know. And it's been helping me. Right. But I know it takes time. I can't just say, oh, day one. It's about to work. And then they they might put sugar in it. Yeah, I hate a lot I, of people. I don't people put sugar in it. Yeah, teams. or put it in the microwave. Like it's, it makes zero sense. Yeah, so because so, yeah, what happens? The microwave kills off all the nutrients. And we've seen people literally. It just doesn't work. Well, how? What, what are you doing exactly? Well, I do that. I put it in the microwave. I set up it. So clearly, they're not reading the, the instructions. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's right on the instructions, but the microwave's more convenient. They're in a rush, mm -hmm. you know, so. Nah. Or the tea is too nasty. What it tastes like? It tastes like herbs. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like I've, I've had bitter some herbs. disgusting tea, but it works though. Yeah. If you've had disgusting tea, then this ain't gonna be that bad. Yeah. Okay. If you're new, you're gonna be like, whoa. Because people would be like, this is, this it, it, I wouldn't say it's disgusting. It's just an acquired taste that, of course, my tongue isn't used to, I would say. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call it disgusting. It was, it's like, a. it's bitter. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. It's bitter slash bland. So if you if if you don't use your bitter taste receptors, then once you taste bitter, you can be like, whoa, and it's not yeah. gonna be as bitter to me as it would be to you. Right, right. Yeah. So what are some things that you all are doing on a daily basis as far as diet wise go? Like, you know, are you you know you say you, now you guys eighty percent alkaline with twenty percent vegan or yeah. Pesca vegan, vegetarian. Yeah, we do a little fish here and there, yeah, but yeah. that's on occasions. So okay. He really don't like the fish. In the seafood, but I do every now and then because yeah. it's not a lot of options when you go out to eat. <laughs> None. For a long time, we didn't eat seafood though. Really? Yeah. So you just mainly just alkaline vegan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we're plant based. Okay. She like I said, like she said, I don't really rock with seafood like that. Every once in a while, I get it. I just don't like eating animals. You know. So I have a question. Yeah. I was vegan for like six months, like hardcore vegan, six months, best time of my life. The issue was I was working in a group home, so I was able to like prepare my meals. So I get the kids sitting off school and um, while they're going to school, I got eight hours pretty much to myself. So I'm cooking breakfast, I'm cooking lunch myself, and it was cool. Then transition out of that role and got to a, more of a role where it's like I'm on the road more. Mm -hmm. How does one who wants to stay vegan find vegan foods on the go? That's the hardest thing because, of course, in Atlanta, we have lots of vegan restaurants. Yeah. But on the back end of these vegan restaurants, a lot of vegan foods aren't actually healthy for you. No, yeah. 
most most vegan restaurant food is going to be healthy. You know? Yeah, just like a, a vegan vegan freezer food is not going to be healthy for you. It's just right. vegan, you know, which is you just, you're not eating animals. If you could try to fast, <laughs> it's the hardest. Thing. I, I I fast on Mondays, but my thing is I have such a busy schedule. I'm moving so much, so it takes a lot out of me. You got a lot of fruit. I would say if I was on the road, I would just stop at whatever grocery store and grab a bunch of fruit. Just like fruit. If I'm fasting nuts. and I'm on the go, just do fruits and nuts instead yeah. of like just, just water. Yeah, because there's no options. What there's you mean no, no options? As far as like if you're on the road or something, like you're really on the road. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant there's an option when it comes to fasting. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Like there's no options out there as far as like really healthy food. If you really want to be healthy, and you want to, and you're on the road a lot. You're gonna to have to be stopping by a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Get you some avocados and nuts, fruit. Got to do what you got to do. Oh, for sure. It's just the hardest. <laughs> it thing is very hard. Ever. And I'm I transitioning design. back. I'm slowly transitioning back, but I just need like just figuring out the whole on the go part. And packing, packing, meal prep. Yeah, it's over there. Meal prep is definitely. <laughs> Meal prep. I mean, that's all you can do. It's yeah. hard. It's it's harder. You know, the, the, to be unhealthy is way more convenient. Absolutely. I mean, like I can go to right here is what thirty restaurants, yeah. and there's only two vegan restaurants. Yeah. But one is it's uh, they're both uh, Asian inspired vegan restaurants. But you know, Asian inspired is a lot of soy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Speak to soy. A lot of people believe that soy is like the best thing for you. What do you guys? What you guys are paying on soy? Soy is hybrid. It's acidic as well, so we we stay away from it as much as we can. Of course, like I said, they use it in a lot of vegan food. So if we go out to eat, um, sometimes we eat it, mm-hmm. you know? but we know the impact that it has. So that's why we limit it as much as possible and try to like balance it out with alkaline foods because it's definitely not going to be something that's going to help you heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to add more acid than they have the the stuff that they're talking about with soy, estrogen changes and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, it's not a health food. Um, it's just a, a vegan food. Yeah. Gotcha. A created bean. So explain the difference between, because a lot of people don't know that there's the difference between vegan, plant-based, and what's the other one? I feel like it's one more. Or just vegan vegetarian? and plant-based. Vegetarian. Explain the difference in those and then the health benefits and the health, the non-health benefits of being vegetarian, vegan, and plant-based. Well, of course, vegetarians, you eat, you, you don't eat meat, but you still drink milk. Right. A lot of dairy. Um, vegan is you don't mess with animals at all. You don't eat no animals. It has anything to do with, if it's derived from animal like honey, you don't, you don't rock with honey. Some vegans do, I guess. Uh, they don't wear no fur, or whatever. Uh, plant-based is more is what I would call what we are. It's like we, we focus on plants because that's where, you know, you need to eat live foods for you to feel alive. You have to eat live food. So mm-hmm. that's what we basically focus on. As far as being like the vegans, they, they put a lot of stuff on the vegan term because vegans can easily get sick yeah. it's not hard for a vegan to get sick and they'll have like a headline like vegan gets cancer like okay it's not hard for a vegan to get cancer like oreos are vegan like high in sugar yeah yeah so it's like a lot of stuff is vegan that's still going to cause disease 
So obviously vegetarian, you putting dairy in it. That's terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's the worst of the, <laughs> at the bottom. Right, right. Um, yeah. So plant-based, alkaline plant-based is, is, uh, is for healing. Because okay. a lot of vegans eat sugar, white sugar. Yes, sure. White sugar is, I haven't bought a bag of sugar in years. Me either. I don't cook like I made some uh spelt cookies the other day. Mm. With some coarse spelt flour. Was it turbinado sugar? Or I think turbinado or date sugar. It was pretty much I think that um bacon powder, bacon soda. So it's just, I'm very aware. So like, that's why, cause I just want them overweight, of course. So I'm helping just the whole transition of me taking my weight down, get my mind right and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But speak to sugar and why it's not healthy for us. Nutritionist. <laughs> <laughs> you used to have a sugar addiction too. Really? I she mean, sugar feeds sugar. your, feeds anxiety. So you think that's what fed yours? Yes. Yeah, I liked yeah. anything with sugar in it. Really? Yes. And I didn't realize that until I started doing my research. Sugar feeds anxiety. Uh, you see how kids act on sugar. I mean, it makes you hyper. It, it's just, I do not, we don't mess with sugar and caffeine. at all. Those are the two stayaways. We got anxiety. Sugar and caffeine should automatically be off your lips. Really? Yeah. Okay. Automatically. That's why I could never drink coffee, anything like that. It just. So what was your diet like prior to transitioning to plant-based? The normal diet, eating meat, chicken, all that. Gotcha. A lot of snacks, sugar stuff. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't care about my diet until I got anxiety. Hmm. I didn't know that food really, you know, was that important when I was younger. Yeah. How it affects you. I didn't know that. Gotcha. Yeah, we, we literally didn't find out until her her uncle passed away and and that triggered her anxiety again. And we were like, wait, because he didn't smoke. Yeah. He didn't drink. We're like, wait, huh? So what else is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he ate a bad diet, you know. So I, now, now I know why. But then I was confused. So I was like, then anybody can die. So I might die, you know. So that's what made my anxiety go crazy. Wow. So now today, would you say you're, of course, not anxiety free, but more so your understanding when it hits, you got a quick remedy. Well, would it be a quick remedy or just a remedy for it? When what hits? Anxiety. Everybody deals with anxiety. Anxiousness, nervousness. Yeah, Yeah, the nervousness. I say that. I say that. It's uh well RT first of all it works really good. I want to try it. And that self talk. Yeah. Doing you know. that self talk in the tea. Okay. Like I said, when she went on her first flight, she was scared to death. You know. Was this before the tea or after the tea? This is, that this was after. Is a couple, just like a year ago. Okay. So we we well into knowing our stuff. We've been doing the business for a minute. So she was scared to death. So a person with anxiety, they'll go in there. They will have a literal panic attack and right. They wouldn't you know, even go on there. They wouldn't even. Yeah, they'll back down. So when but when she goes on there. She drinks the tea or she brings the tea. She drinks a big cup of the tea just to, you know, to make sure that she calms her nerves. 
when you drink when you when you're drinking these herbs you can go places and get nervous and your body won't react the same way yeah and you'll be like wait where, why am i not i'm supposed to be scared right why, now like why is my heart not beating out my chest right now why am i not sweating why am i because the herbs are you know it, it works you know so it's not it's not that's why we don't we don't claim it. I would say she is anxiety free because if we're talking about it, if the topic is on anxiety, if you're yeah. talking to somebody about anxiety, you're uh, talking about anxiety disorder. Right, right. Who right. talks about being anxious with you know, we don't talk about hey, I was anxious about I mean, we might talk about it, but it's not a problem. Everybody knows that you're gonna be anxious yeah, if you go it's to it's temporary. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just something that goes away, you go on about your day. Uh-huh. Anxiety, we're gonna say anxiety. We're talking about the the disease, the disorder. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. The difference between just being anxious and having anxiety. Exactly. Talking to talking to anxiety. Got it. Got it. Got it. Man, that's deep. So that's why we want we want our, our customer. That's like one of the last steps for our customers. Like, listen, realize that. Cause I remember one particular customer in in, uh, in particular, where mm-hmm. she was like, you know, I feel like I'm ninety nine percent healed, but when I got in the car, I was nervous. Well, I was like, okay, did you drive? Yeah. You got to where you wanted to go? Yeah. You got, you got home? Yeah. What's wrong with being nervous? That that thought that you can't no longer be nervous at all, that that we're, we're humans. Okay? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Because people who are performers get nervous on every show. So right. That is true. Even no, no matter how many times they perform. Like throw up before this. Yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the stories all the time. Like, Because when that one Paris on, I cried. Yeah, but I almost, still went. She almost punked out. Yeah. <laughs> would you jump out of a plane? No. No, no, I wouldn't even. Do I wouldn't do that. I got kids. <laughs> that ain't about being scared. It's like I might lose my life. I'm not, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lose my life trying to be brave. Like, yeah. No, nah, that's that's good, man. I, I appreciate y'all for real. This has been very educational, very informing, and also I learned a bit more. Um, even though I'm a mental health professional, I still learn a little bit, a little bit more. Mm. And I feel like you can never not learn from anybody. Right. You know, there's a lot of people in this profession who will be like, they'll shun everything that y'all just said. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, most, most of them. Everything. Be- like, no, you got to take the medication. You got to do this. Is this the only way? It's only, this is the only way. We get a lot of flack for, <clears throat> for the message that we that we spread. Yeah. People all get I angry. The, all I tell them is to read our reviews. Like we have so many life changing reviews, and I'm like, oh, I felt calm. I, I took it. I felt like we're changing people's lives. Absolutely, like, no, no BS. So it's like what we're doing is working. So like, you have a choice. You can choose to cope if you believe that, or you can choose to believe that. Oh wait, like this isn't something that I have to deal with forever. Right. You know. Appreciate it. I'm gonna do a quick commercial, y'all. Um, sure. And then what I want you to do is close this out with one where people can find you all, how they can get the tea, of course, and just something positive. If it has to be a surround around anxiety or just living your best life, whatever it may be, just leave us out with something, something positive, right? So this episode is sponsored by the Emboldened Institute. It is my organization where I send out daily messages of affirmation and hope. Text me to the word, text me 404-476-6780. That's 404-476-6780. 6780 text me word affirmation to get daily affirmations directly to your phone every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I mean, however that goes. Or text the word heal to 404-476-6780. Same exact thing. Or you text both words back to back simultaneously. And we text you every day. Just pretty much allowing you that self-talk that they were talking about. Need the affirmation to kind of just affirm yourself. Get yourself right in the first thing in the morning. 
Text me. We got you. 404-476-6780. Good people. Close us out. Something positive? Yeah. Where they can find you? Something positive? No no love and light. Well, they can find us at underscore Cerebral Tees on Instagram or CerebralTees.com. That's all we at right now. We're trying to start our TikTok and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, TikTok, another beast. <laughs> um, I would say stick with the process. Um, stay consistent. Have faith. Trust in God that uh, you can get through this. Um, I got through it. Anybody can get through it. Um, your journey is your journey. Don't look at someone else's journey. And yeah, just have faith. Stick with the process. What it? I would say that you have a choice to believe what you want to believe. Like you said, uh, most people will shun us for our beliefs. But then if you look at what we've done, then you might you might start to change your beliefs and be like, there's a possibility for this to really be not my life anymore. So you have a choice on what you want to believe. Um, and, you know, Choose where you want to go and then just focus on what you want to do. Like she said, don't compare your journey to someone else because someone else might get results before you. But that doesn't mean that your your healing isn't the next step away. So a lot of people don't believe in uh, anxiety being something that, that you can, quote unquote, cure. But it, it's not about it's not about it not being a cure or whatever. It's about it not being something that's super easy. If you just talk, take, take a pill and all right, it's gone. Like you have to put in a lot of work. You have to change your lifestyle. Um, and we teach you how to do that. That's why, you know, we really want to see people heal. Like we really put a lot into it. The course, I want you to check out the course, honestly, because like we talk about how to do these things. It's not just self-talk. Like we get deep into the how to, how to do this self-talk mm -hmm. so that it changes the neural pathways in your brain and you become a different person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you become a person, that doesn't have anxiety no more. You cannot suffer from anxiety anymore. And to do that, you have to change your brain. That's what self-talk does. And like I said, uh, yeah, just choose your belief and, and stick to it and you will see your day. Well, well folks, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was very well <laughs> I said. I could say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> very well said. Y'all heard it here first. But listen, if you are dealing with anxiety, you're dealing with depression, listen, there are, Alternative ways, if you are looking for, you know, a holistic way, listen, tap in with both of them that get you right. Uh, that's another episode. We are out. Peace.